welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. So, uh, you know how, like, season finales or movies, in a, in a movie's franchise series, there's always that whole tagline, like, after this, things will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, as a comic book reader, since I was a little kid... You, you you can't miss the summer event, man. The summer event. Yeah. This is where the Marvel Universe will never be the same. It'll never be the same. Yeah. But it never really changes that much. Yeah. It changes, but not that much. It changes. And then it slowly over time, over a couple of years, it goes back to the, the norm of it all. The Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, recently, uh, I watched the season 12 finale of Doctor Who. The modern Doctor Who, at least. Okay. Um, Not the classic one, but the modern one. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know anything about Doctor Who. There's two versions. There's the classic ones from way back in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah, and then it goes the mo- all the way back to like when it was like black and white and stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, and then there's the modern one we started in the 2000s. Right. Uh, anyway, so season 12, the modern Doctor Who ended the season 12 finale. And it had the tagline, after the season finale, things will never be the same. This changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it did. <laughs> yeah, really? For once, I can honestly say... Hey, that was actually an appropriate description. Did they kill off half the people in the universe and stuff? No, see, that wouldn't be much of a change, though. <laughs> see, yeah. I don't sort of see. That, that's yeah. not, something like that, like the Thanos thing, will we'll just be a thing that, that just happened, right? Mm-hmm. This one changes everything in terms of like, like what the fans see, how the fans see the Doctor. I'm not mm-hmm. going to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but how the fans see the Doctor from the very beginning, this classic Doctor Who completely changes. She miss, she loses her screwdriver thing. Yeah, it has something to do with that. Okay. See, if that happens, that's not that's that's a change. I'm just going, but it's not a change of everything. She gets locked out of that uh, little elevator thing. that's nothing. Actually, this, I'm just going through all the things I know about Doctor Who. Yeah, this 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 season finale reveal really contextualizes the Doctor in a mm. different way. It turns out she's the, she's the murderer. No, no, nothing like that. See, All no, the companions were just in her head. <laughs> They're not no, real people. Basically, if you watch like season one, if you watch like a 1970s episode, Doctor Who, you are going to look at it in a different light because of what was revealed oh, now. So it, we, we contextualize everything going back to not just the modern incarnation. Changes everything. everything. Okay, like I, I said, you. it literally changes everything. Okay. So much so... As it is in the modern area, is what you're saying. So much so in the as it is in the modern area of geek culture, a lot of people complaining. <laughs> oh, okay. How dare you change everything? How dare you like practically ruin the history of Doctor Who by making this reveal, like, and all that stuff? So, how many episodes were there this season? Uh, ten. It was ten. But but it was kind of like a Netflix ten, where some episodes like an hour and a half, some oh, episodes okay. were like like okay. two hours or whatever. Uh, but the thing is, it's like yeah, uh, right now the, the Doctor Who community is kind of like in, in a flux. Okay. <laughs> no no pun intended. Where people accept this reveal, mm-hmm. and people who are like completely saying, okay, they just ruined the show for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I can't be a fan anymore. Sure. You know. So it, it, it is. It changes everything. Was it a cliffhanger? There is a cliffhanger, but it has nothing to do with the reveal. Interesting. Okay. The reveal revealed itself, and then it went into a cliffhanger that will lead to the next season. Let me ask you this then: Do you have to go back and rewatch, start from the beginning, and watch all the Doctor Who's to get this? You can't just start from this season. I'm saying, and get that. You can. I mean, you can. I mean, I. I It won't have the same impact. It won't have the same impact. People who've been following Doctor Who, even just the modern era, their minds are pretty much blown. They're pretty much like it is. Like I said, either like how dare you. Mm And it's like, oh, that's a bold thing they just did. So there's there's those two extreme reactions, and then there are people like me who 
no, no. I I mean, decided like, oh, what a, what a bold change is this yeah. kind of thing. So, so if people were complaining that oh, Doctor Who is a girl now, <laughs> wait yeah. till they see this is a this is a finale and and then see what they say about that. Now, you know what's funny is I follow like sixteen hundred people on Twitter and stuff like uh-huh. that. No, this didn't didn't hit. The people I follow, uh, oh, interesting. Didn't make, it didn't, didn't make a blip. I didn't, I don't remember seeing it. I don't. It, was it? A, was it? Was even like a trending topic, right? Over uh, the weekend? Part of the part of the thing too is that um, the coronavirus has, has well, kind of yeah. overshadowed everything. I, I think we just should blame everything <laughs> the coronavirus. Um, not 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 to not to point fingers at people, but mm-hmm. once it changed the doctor to a female, mm-hmm. a lot of people dropped out. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people I knew who were big fans, like yeah, I haven't been watching. You know, no. it was the kind of thing. Well, your friends are assholes. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, yeah. like I don't want to point fingers. Like, that's the reason why you stop watching. Mm-hmm. But, but coincidentally enough, mm-hmm. that's the reason why you stop watching. So you, we won't get any kind of resolution. We'll pick this up until they start. You usually start with a Christmas special, right? No, no, there is no resolution. They gave you an answer to this big change, and you just have to live with it. Mm-hmm. And but the funny thing is that uh, a lot of people are blaming blaming the current showrunner about this big change, mm-hmm. but. There is actually an episode in 1976, mm-hmm. the year I was born. Oh, I just aged myself. Mm-hmm. That actually is the foundation to this big reveal, mm-hmm. right? And when it was released in 1976, people were like, oh, that's that's an interesting uh, idea. And then just kind of brush it under the carpet. Like, okay, we're just going to ignore it now. Wasn't there a thing? I, I'm trying to go through all of my Doctor Who knowledge. Wasn't there a thing where one of the doctors... Like was responsible for like a uh, uh, like apocalyptic war on a planet, but they, they never showed it or they never mentioned which doctor. No, that's that's the, the uh, that's the modern era. Yeah, it's nothing to do with that. It's nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. It really this goes back way back. We're talking way back. Uh, no, no, it's it's everything. Yeah, everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah. After everything, this reveal, saying. fans, the way they see the doctor mm-hmm. completely change. Oh, okay. Okay, and I don't want to say too much because it's spoilers, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, it's it's just funny because yeah. all this friend, all these properties out there. Things will never be yeah. the same. And you're like, yeah, not much of a difference. Yeah. This one, big difference. Okay. Right. Big difference. And I got to give kudos to them for making this big giant risk. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyways, on this episode, on this uh, 278 episode of the show, we are going to be talking about um, smartphones in movies. Because mm-hmm. the, the subject kind of was brought up. It's very and interesting. It's, yeah. And then uh, we're also going to be talking about daylight saving time because that's Popping up this coming weekend as we were, as we we're recording this, I figured mm-hmm. let's talk about it a little bit. Oh, is it this weekend? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank I, God, because you want to, you want. I to miss find that it. sweet sweet sunlight. You want really? Yeah, I miss that sweet sweet. Sun. I miss it a lot, actually. Yeah. Isn't it gonna be the opposite though? No, this is when you get more sun. This is when it's it's bright when it's no, like but seven it, it's yeah, it's it's bright already in the morning, mm-hmm. but it's darker. It's darker early in the afternoon though. No, no, no it's, it's brighter in the late, uh, late afternoon. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Trust me, I'm right. Okay, <laughs> Just, all right. I've been waiting right. for this for like six months. And at the top of the episode, we are going to be doing a review of Invisible Man or mm-hmm. The Invisible Man. I don't know. Are they calling it, it The Invisible Man? I think it's the, Invisible, the Invisible Man, Man right? Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. Either way, either sure. way, we are going to be doing that. All right, so recently, Ryan Johnson, the director of uh, Knives Out and uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi, he kind of slightly revealed that apparently whenever you see a character on screen with, with, an, with an iPhone, mm-hmm. uh, there's actually stipulations on how, on how people can have iPhones right. in movies. Supposedly, and, and Apple had made no comment about this at mm-hmm. all. From what I understand, have you, have you seen that any no. comment? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Apple does not want any villains to use iPhones. Yeah. Obviously, it's a whole thing. Well, we want only want the good people to wear iPhones yeah. or not. Um, for movies where the bad guy is a secret, like a whodunit, yeah. 
it kind of it kind of ruins it. Yeah. Right. Because it's like, well, one of them has to have smartphones, uh-huh. right? And 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 but but if you can't, but but Apple says, well, the bad guy can't have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. It's like I can't have an iPhone. You give them an Android or whatever, right? Yeah. The thing is though is that this does become a problem in yeah. a, in a modern era where people are expected to have smartphones, and you want to do a big reveal. What do you do? You can't give everybody iPhone because one of them has to be bad, mm-hmm. or the flip side here is don't give anybody iPhones. Right. Just make everybody. That's the easy solution. That's the easy solution, right? But unrealistic because you know we live in an Apple world, but <laughs> but the thing, like, well, uh, the thing is though is that I've I've always been watching people in what smartphone they use on movies. Mm-hmm. I just kind of quietly notices it, like yeah. like when when Hawkeye in in Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. picked up his phone, it was actually a Google Pixel phone, mm-hmm. right? And as somebody who has a Google Pixel, like hey, it's a Google Pixel phone, right. you know, kind of thing. Uh, which doesn't really make sense because the Google Pixel phone he has is the current one, and a Richard Endgame is supposed right. to be like oh, five ner- years from now, right? Oh, nerd so, alert! Oh my god! I know, I know, I know. It's all based on whatever whoever pays him the most for that product placement. That's what yeah. it's usually based on. Something. Yeah. Well, uh, why didn't they just give him the most recent Google Pixel Stop phone it. in the future? Uh, <laughs> the other one I know about as far as Avengers and uh, what call iPhone uh, f- uh, smartphones is in uh, Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the one that the phone that uh, Captain America uses and Tony Stark uses, it's like supposed. I never even heard of it, so I didn't even know it was a product placement. But supposedly, it's like a really janky kind of a, a cell oh, essential phone. phone, right? Yeah, in yeah. Uh, yeah. The, it, it, if I remember correctly, it was revealed. It was used in the movie, but at that point on, essential pretty much gave up. Really, no, no, that's not it. It was something else. It was something else. It was, it was something else. You're right. Yeah, it's something, some, some off-brand in China and stuff like that. It was a Chinese it's, phone, yeah. Yeah, some real kind of uh, real janky. But anyway, that's the only thing. Uh, that's a little bit of trivia that I know. But yeah. Yeah, so so my solution as an Android guy is just give everybody Android. Just give everybody Android. You know, so I got to take. But the thing is that the rule doesn't always seem to apply. I think it's voluntary. That Apple's request is voluntary because I recently watched The Lounge. Mm-hmm. And some of them have iPhones and some of them have Android. And I'll tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. The people with Androids weren't necessarily the bad guys. And the people with iPhones weren't necessarily the good guys. Because right? actually, after I saw that Ryan Johnson video, I watched the uh, Child's Play update. Okay. Right? And I realized nobody uses the iPhone because I think everybody's supposed to be like a dick. Everybody's using Androids in that, fo- in that movie. I so think. I, think, yeah. I think maybe for some movies, like 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 Hollywood studio movies. High, high profile movies. Yeah, like you have to follow the rule. And then right. like The Lounge, which I just saw recently, it's, a indie, it's an indie right. film. They're probably like, eh, who cares? Yeah. Right? So maybe maybe the rule isn't 100% in all movies because of the fact. Like the mm-hmm. people... Don't care. I do care. feel like that's something Apple could bully you on. You know what I mean? Because no matter what, they, I think they need clearance, right? No matter if you're an independent movie. Do you though? I think you do. I, think you I, rem- I, I remember. I remember. Because so cl- all. I'm sorry. I mean, interrupt. Yeah. But the, the all the graphics on an iPhone and stuff like that. Uh, are very distinct to Apple. Yeah, exactly. And they're trademarked. They're all, everything you Would see you on explain why some, why some iPhones in movies have the Apple logo blocked out? Yeah. So they can, they can just say it's an iPhone. That's why when you see YouTube uh, videos and stuff like that, when they have a computer, they need a computer to do whatever thing they need. They have the the the, the Apple logo blocked out too. You know what oh, I mean? Okay, so re- I guess it just really depends then. Yeah. I guess use an iPhone, but just you gotta block the logo. Mm-hmm. Don't make it look like an iPhone. Yeah. You know, but the thing is though is that iPhones has well the older iPhones have the circle in the back, the the, the home button in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Samsung has the the rectangular home button in the yeah. bottom. So those are two very distinct things. Yeah. Uh, pixels are they have the two gradient colors in the back. That's the that's what makes them distinct. Not anymore though, because yeah, they don't have that anymore. To me, I was just about to mention it's harder and harder for me to distinguish it between an Android phone yeah. uh, and an Apple phone now in in the last couple of years because the home button is kind of missing. Yeah, now that, but button. the notches everybody has notches now too. Yeah. So like, which notch is that? 
right? So it makes it a little bit easier to hide what kind of phone it is. But the point is, is that this is a problem that movies 20 years ago didn't really have to worry about because mm-hmm. they all have flip phones or Blackberries, right? Yeah. So nowadays, you movies, characters, if they want to be realistic, they have to have a smartphone. Yeah. And, and that becomes a problem because like plot, uh, plot devices in movies could easily be solved by a smartphone. Yeah, I know. Oh, I need to go someplace. Look it up on Google Maps. You know, it, like, of, like they always have to find some excuses and why they don't use smartphones. One of the saddest things that I saw. I mean, this goes back to my childhood, but the X Files, right back when it came out, like okay. in the nineties and stuff like that. A lot of the stuff you can get away with because you know, Scully, where are you? Oh, it, it, you know, it, it, there's no smartphones. But when they remade the X Files recently, it broke my heart because they didn't update the writing style and stuff like that oh, it's yeah. still because a lot of the stuff is they could just resolve but with an iPhone GPS but the, the way they wrote it it's still like old school X-File 97 where they have to show up at somebody's house and talk to them in person like, you know what I mean it's like that didn't dawn on me not that you say that mm-hmm. but I remember watching that and I'm going this feels very 90s yeah. and maybe that's the reason why because yeah, I didn't dating. really notice that nobody was really using smartphones mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's why I gave up after a couple episodes of when they revived the X Files and stuff like that. Just, well, I gave up from that stupid reveal about Scully. I'm hey, like, hey, I'm hey, like, hey, I'm not, no spoiler, but there was this big reveal about Scully that pissed me off. Yeah, and I, I'm like one of those Doctor Who fans. Yeah. How dare you do that to me? I heard. Didn't did that end on a cliffhanger too? I have no idea. Oh, you didn't follow the no? I didn't follow the trip. Oh, okay. I, I watched all of first season, watched the first episode of the new season, and I'm like, I'm done. Mm. <laughs> so, all right, fair enough. I think to go back to my previous segment. That was a changes everything kind of moment. But anyways, so so yeah, so like like what are the what are the your favorite excuses and why smartphones aren't being used in movies or why they just don't go to a smartphone? Hmm? What are your favorite? oh bad reception, bad reception, yeah, bad reception. That's yeah. one thing. Yeah, the other one is oh I'm out of battery. Yeah, well, <laughs> out of battery that's pretty good. Yeah, that that's probably actually more realistic than bad reception. Mm-hmm. I actually I don't know sometimes. If you're out in the fields, out in the sticks, I'm like, yeah, bad reception and stuff like that. But sure, sure. No bad sure. and stuff like that. Or just, or just one we, uh, you just forgot it. <laughs> you know, oh, left it in the car, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing, too, is that the smart, smartphones in movies never seem to have security. Like, oh, like, yeah. That's like somebody thing. will grab somebody else's phone and they're just on the phone. Yeah. Like, um, how did they unlock the phone? <laughs> you know? Th- things that, things that I, I think, I think I'm, I've always yeah. excused it. Like, well, I'm just going to, like, not nitpick. Yeah. But maybe I'm going to start nitpicking now. I just saw that in that TV show, You. You, you know that Netflix Oh, one? yeah. I haven't seen yeah. it, but go on. But at some point, one of the guys gets uh, the other person's cell phone. And they have to... You have, if, you have a, if you have someone else's cell phone, you have to build in dialogue. You have to build into the story as far as why the phone is unlocked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some of that. So they built it into the story, like why he, could, he was able to unlock her phone and stuff like that. They, they had to build it in. And there's another one... Uh, Remember Neighbors? Or is it, is it Neighbor? The first I don't one? I watching that either. Well, Neighbors 2? At some point... Oh, 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 oh Neighbors with Zach, Zach, Zach uh, as, 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 Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. At some point, the the uh, frat boys or fraternity kids, they steal the phone. And I remember they didn't come up with a reason why they were able to access the phone. And it just stuck in my crawl. Again, it's, it's, it's kind of nitpicky. Right. But at some point, you realize, phones are, phones are locked, man. Phones are, you, can't just, you can't just, you know, swipe up to, yep. uh, to unlock a phone and stuff like that. Uh, unless, should we, are we allowed to nitpick it now? Because I mean, we we've gotten to the point where cars, if they run out of gas, yeah. well, that's dumb. Yeah. Like, why did well, they get gas? And right? one, yeah, one of the ones I always talk about with cars. Remember, it's, it's out. They still do it every now and then where they, they uh, uh, somebody's trying to steal a car or rob a car. They do that thing where they keep their spare yeah, keys yeah. in the flip on the top. Oh, yeah. Like, I like th- who does that? Yeah. See, for those things, I think I think we're allowed to complain about because we've lived in cars for a long time. Mm-hmm. 
I think smartphones, I think it's time now. We can complain about I that. I think you can complain about it. It's lazy, yeah. it's lazy it is lazy writing. It's lazy writing. Yeah. yeah, sure. Screenwriters, harder for you, yeah. admittedly. But come on. Yeah, I know there are more important things to a story, like character, a message, and stuff like that. But there's certain things, yeah, you just can't you just can't steal somebody else's phone and just start using it just like that. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work like that. You know it doesn't I mean? work like that. Yeah. So yeah. Um yeah, from now on I'm gonna pay yeah, even no. more attention to this it, it is one of those things where after you watch that Ryan Johnson video, you just every time you see a movie set in the modern times, you you are looking out for the phones. You know what I right. mean? You know what right. I mean? Yeah, for these yeah, it's yeah, interesting. And, and once again we, we give nice out a lot of credit, but this is a movie that relies a lot on the smartphone. There's mm-hmm. a lot of smartphone use in that movie. Yeah. And there really isn't enough in other movies as well. Mm-hmm. They only use it as it's a phone. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because the majority of us don't use it as a phone. Yeah, <laughs> we use it as a small I computer. I know we're all. I know we're we're talking about porn. We're thinking the same thing, Albert. I know we're talking about porn. Right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So daylight saving time is back uh, March eighth, oh, November first. Oh, I miss that sweet, sweet sunlight. Oh, it is. Thank God. It is spring forward, so we lose an hour. It's fine. It's worth the sacrifice. So, uh, you know how people are, there's some legislation out there to make it permanent? Yes. Like, let's just stick with one, because seventy yeah. apparently 70% of people do not like changing the clock. I'm telling you, if Trump comes out and says, you know what, I'm all for just he's keeping protect. He's oh, for it, He's I, for then I might have to. Pro- I might have to vote for him, then. I might have to. <laughs> oh, man. Those poor kids and getting separated from their parents. Oh, they have to, I feel bad for him, but man, if that's the thing that he runs on, oh, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> the funny thing is that like, you always hear the story about, oh, daylight saving time was because farmers, right? Yeah, so apparently, it's a lie. Is it? Yeah. Did you well, know that? Apparently, that is not true. The most, uh, let's see. If I go look to this list here, daylight saving time was not created to help farmers, according to Michael Downing, mm-hmm. who wrote the book Spring Forward. Oh, a clever title for a book. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's, it's daylight saving time, not daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Benjamin Franklin did not invent daylight saving time, although Franklin opined on the concept of daylight saving time. Blah 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 blah. Um, where is it? Daylight saving time was a hotly contested idea and was abolished after World War One. Okay, oh, like, again, I'm always glad when you do research ahead. <laughs> Instead of on the podcast. In 1966, Congress approved the Uniform Time Act, which included a requirement that clocks be set. I had one hour beginning at 2 a.m. on the last Sunday in April. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, States right. were allowed to accept themselves. Okay, article. Where Where is this magical All explanation? Right. How did so why do we get, get get roped into this? I also heard uh, nothing to do with farm. I don't know if it's the same story. We got kind of like mixed together. But I heard like, yeah, during wartime, they needed extra time to do to for the factories to run and produce militias and stuff like that for the war. That was also another reason for daylight savings, I think. Am I am I wrong about that? It's not. It's not in this article that I'm looking uh, at right now. Well, again, and, and here I and here I thought the uh, thing. I wonder if Google cool. could answer this. That's great. Okay. I also have another bit of trivia too. I I heard a podcast about daylight savings and all that stuff. Uh-huh. They said even if you do keep it in the spring forward time, or whatever, it's not like a magic bullet because supposedly the way the sun sets and the way the sunlight like because we live in a in sea to sea, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So when the sun sets, how much time is different in the east coast versus the Middle of America versus uh, West Coast. So you know, just just because we get, just because we keep that uh, uh, daylight saving or whatever, doesn't make it doesn't. This is like a it's not like a magic bullet solution. You know what I mean? Does that make okay. sense? So it's, I know it's a complicated issue, but for me, selfishly living in Los Angeles, I just want the extra hour, uh, extra hour of sunlight. You know what I mean? Hmm. I, I can't find I can't find the thing, but yeah. but I remember I remember it had to do with shopping. Oddly enough. 
if I remember what I heard a long time ago, it had to do with shopping. Like it was a capitalism thing and why daily saving time exists. Fair enough. Something about like having an extra hour to shop or something like that? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> oh, well, maybe maybe I'll find it later. I'm just saying I'm, I'm for it. I'm, I'm for keeping uh, uh, spring forward, daylight saving, whatever. Yeah, I'm for keeping it spring right. forward yeah. and just keeping it spring forward the whole year. Yeah. There's no more switching back. Just yeah. just just commit to it. Yeah. Again, I know it. it's a very complicated issue because, like I said, the way sunsets and sunrise is different in different parts of the uh, country and stuff like that. Because you know, but still, let's just let's just try this. Uh, they're also saying that daylight saving time like affects people health wise. Yeah. Yeah. People have heart problems. There's a, right. there's an increasing car crashes yeah, in daylight saving all. time. Uh, Nothing oh. compelling enough. Just because you, we've done it all this time doesn't mean we should keep doing it. That's all I'm saying. Let's just let's let's try something new. Let's, let's Do you have go. any techniques about uh, daylight saving time switching over, or just let it, let it go as is? No, it's let it go. Nothing special. No. For me, actually, I switched the clock, uh, bef- like half a day before the actual two oh, a.m. Okay. So essentially, before dinner time, I already switched the clock. Mm-hmm. So I've already purposely adjusted myself to the new time lo- the time time clock, and then and then. So I go to sleep at that t- at the oh, time like mm-hmm. I normally would, except it's changed. But you know, my mind says no, but the clock says this now. Yeah. So I actually do it like hours in mm-hmm. advance, so that I'm not one of those people that that go to sleep at the old clock and then mm-hmm. wake up like, oh, I lost an hour yeah. of sleep. I I don't have that because I slept at the normal yeah. time frame. Honestly, so. I don't think that much of it. You know what I mean? It just takes me a few days to, to adjust to whatever whatever time it is. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, uh, if you listen to this and it isn't too late yet, when you listen to this, daylight saving time, spring forward, move an hour, just keep it. move just a, keep the it. one hour advance yeah. on Sunday morning. Just keep it. As of this recording, it's currently 10.51 p.m. on March 3rd, 2020 in Corbin, Kentucky. And it's time to take a look and see what's up. Do you know what the significance of Corbin, Kentucky is? Uh, that's where KFC was uh, founded. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. How did you know that? Was that really right? <laughs> yeah, it's that's the very first. That's the very the very first stab, KFC. Kentucky dark. Fried Chicken was to- in Corbin. Total stabbed in the dark. Yeah. Um, recently, KFC released the uh, the donut chicken sandwich. Think of about. You can either eat it donuts with chicken or yeah. a literal donut chicken sandwich. All right. All right. right? I went ahead and tried it mm-hmm. just because I was curious. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to KFC in months because mm-hmm. every time I go to KFC, my tummy never agrees to it. Oh, but God. and yet I'm going for a donut chicken sandwich. My God, sweet baby Jesus! Yeah, um, I mean, it was is the donut in house? Is it KFC make it or they they uh, they buy it from uh, like uh, Krispy Kreme or something? Krispy Kreme or something like that. I don't think it's completely Krispy Kreme, but I don't think it's completely like like house donut either. Yeah. But they 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 probably order stuff and they have to they have to actually cook it. Sure. Because they advertise it, it's warm donut, so they have to yeah. always. I'm sure the I'm sure the KFC it. workers are like, God damn it, KFC, why do we have to do this? Yeah, I'm sure they put it under a heat lamp. <laughs> but how was it? Oh my god, I'm it was surprisingly not bad. Oh my right, the, my first bite, I'm like, Hey, not bad. And it's like a full size donut on, on each end. Yes, which is nuts. Christ. Can you just cut it in half? But anyways, so yeah, so it's a full size donut glaze, very glazed, to wait way too glazed for my taste. I, I don't oh like glaze. God. I don't like glazed donuts disglazed. No. Okay. By but, the way, if you're wondering at home, we're doing this podcast from the hospital bed because I was here triple bypass. <laughs> it after it is. It is pretty much like a heart attack in a thing. Oh my! God. And I'm pretty sure it's like three days worth of calories that you're supposed yeah. to, that you're supposed to take a day. And I'm I'm a dude who has a horrible diet too. And I'm judging. I'm being all judgy right now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and, and I mean, and prior to this, recently I ate an actual. 
natural a panda, a panda express burrito as there well. You, you know, burritos at Panda Express, which is actually pretty easy. <laughs> no, no, which, is actually, which is actually really simple. It isn't like this donut chicken thing, but the oh. Panda Express burrito was essentially just you're eating Panda Express wrapped up in a burrito. Oh. That's it. It doesn't taste any different except it's in a burrito. <laughs> but this one, this donut chicken sandwich uh-huh. thing makes a difference because you're not really eating the chicken as a chicken. You're not sure. eating the donuts as a donut because sure. they have that, you get that mix of the donut taste and the chicken taste. And surprisingly enough, it kind of worked. I guess this is like the whole waffle and chicken thing. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of- Does it work though? Does it work? <laughs> it surprisingly works. Like yeah. the first couple of bites, I'm like, this is not bad. Yeah, I can right. see myself getting this. This is a regular again. thing on the menu? or is It's a regular like, thing on the menu like now. It, last year, it was on test, test runs last year, mm-hmm. but now it's officially a regular thing. Was this on Jensen's uh, fast food report? It was not. I don't it believe, was, okay. oh I don't believe it was. Uh, but anyways, so so by the end, by the time I finished eating it, <laughs> much were... regret. <laughs> much regret. Yeah, it's called diabetes. <laughs> yeah, because you have diabetes now. Yeah. If anybody's listening out there, uh, my man needs a, a kidney. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's weird. It didn't taste bad. Right, I will. I will say it downright. It does not taste bad. All right, right. But will I order it again? No. <laughs> and it's just donut, chicken, donut. There's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. It, nothing. That's and all the chicken, is. of course, is like is boneless, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, know, the, but, but there's no like uh, I don't know lettuce, tomato. No, nothing. It's, it's literally just donut, weird. chicken, donut. Fair enough. Right. It's part of a combo. You get this with fries and a drink too. Yeah. Uh, oh. Speaking of combos, uh, Jesus Christ. KFC and Crocs created a clog that's covered in fried chicken. With a charm that smells like it too. Oh my god! So basically, it's it's a crock with oh yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken designs yeah. around it, mm-hmm. and the thing on top of the thing gives off a chicken smell. What the hell is going on? Who wants that? Who's in charge of KFC now? Colonel Sanders is rolling around his grave. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's nuts, it's nuts. But you know who might wear clocks though? Are vegans, <laughs> maybe? <laughs> and KFC does have the new vegan. Beyond chicken, fried chicken. Yeah, how's that working out? Well, uh, apparently it's, it tastes like chicken. Okay. It's basically, right. it's Beyond Burger, but it's Beyond Chicken. You know what? To this point, I haven't, I haven't tried a Beyond Burger yet. Burger King. Burger King has Beyond. A, no, yeah. no. Burger King is impossible. Cars yeah. Jr. is Beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead of Beyond Burgers, yeah, they have they, Beyond they, Chicken. But do they cook it on the same grill as the, as the meat? And I, they I, I, do. I, Vegans I, will say, I, this is not that. 100% vegan because they're using the same chicken grill for this Beyond oh, F them. That's my, that's, my, that's my response. F them. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't mind trying. <laughs> I guess I already tried the donut chicken sandwich, so, so I may as well go ahead and try the beyond the beyond chicken. I say go for it. Why not? Yeah, just just have your doctor on standby. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, it's a new thing that you to have try. a Melco bracelet, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, at least it's plant based. At least this is at least this thing is a plant based thing. It's healthy. wait the, the donut and chicken. We're we talking about no, that no, 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 no. I'm talking about uh, the, okay, the okay, beyond okay, chicken okay. thing above. All right. You know, it, it's a new thing that, that it's a new thing that KFC is also trying. And I think this is much more admirable than the freaking donut chicken. That, what blood uh, type are you? By water? Mark that down in your arm. Stuff like that. Let yes, that's true. Let the evidence people know. Uh, speaking of new campaigns, uh, apparently KFC is also looking for the biggest fan to start in in like a new ad campaign for, for KFC. Mm-hmm. And to, to, to read the job description here, uh, KFC are on the hunt for a professional finger licker. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, one clucky fan will get the chance to tuck into some of Kentucky's finest winging I'm sorry, I'm the one way to stardom as the face of the Chicken Legends' latest campaign. I'm the one supposed to make the porn jokes around here. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to help me so out. So if you look really good licking your finger, oh, Jesus you may want to try and sign up for this. <laughs> also, by the way, that's the description I have for cam models. <laughs> if, you look, if you look good licking your fingers. 
Yeah, you, you, you have to show that you really love KFC. Well, you know, okay, KFC is figured looking good, right? Yeah, that's, that's a model, right? Oh, yeah, that's, that's fair true. enough. Uh, speaking of loving KFC, mm-hmm. an Australian couple. Hey, wait, is this podcast sponsored by KFC? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? I think you have to disclose when it's an ad and stuff like that. Hashtag ad. Hashtag uh, we KFC. are not sponsored by KFC, but KFC, if you want to sponsor us, feel free. Yeah, throw us a few bones. Throw us a donut and chicken sandwich. So, speaking of love and KFC, an Australian <laughs> couple had the world's first official KFC-themed wedding mm-hmm. with personalized chicken buckets mm-hmm. and a food truck for guests. Oh, my God. How romantic is that? Mm-hmm. Question mark? <laughs> On the honeymoon night, did they all get greased up and stuff like that? With the, with, with, with the chicken, chicken grease? Yeah, the, 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 side, the, side of the, the side of the KFC. And I don't know if this still says Kentucky Fried Chicken mm-hmm. in the bus, in the, on the basket. Mm-hmm. Australia, I guess. Uh, on the side of the basket, I have to say it's congratulations, Kate yeah. and Harrison. Do you see pictures of Kate and Harrison? Yes. Does and they, they look- are normal looking people. I was going to say, do they look like they eat a lot of KFC? No, oddly enough, no. Ah, fair enough. Now, they're not, they're not jumping, fat shaming people. I'm just saying. Does it look like they need scooters to get around? No, no, not right. like that. Remember, it's Australia, not America. All right. uh, let's see. There was, okay, there were personalized KFC buckets, a special cake. Mm hmm. What would a special cake be like for KFC? A KFC celebrant, celebrant, a photo booth, a Colonel style singer, and a, what's a, what's a Colonel style singer? Is a singer dressed as Colonel Sanders? Yeah, it's like a officer person here. And a KFC food truck for the hungry guests. Oh my god! They only had the first date at 2017, so it took them two years before before they did this thing. Yeah, love in KFC. Jesus Christ, man! You know, but speaking of love in KFC, also, mm-hmm. did you know that that there's a KFC video game? Seriously, you have another KFC story? Yes, right. there's a no, da- no there's idea. a dating simulator for KFC. Seriously? Yes. Here, uh, let me let, let me go play the uh, the the video for jumping here. Is this for real? Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it's in Japan. That makes sense. No, it's a, the Steam library. You can go really? play the Steam. So right now there's a uh, there's like a. Uh, a youngish looking Colonel Sanders with a very slim body. A very uh, thirst trap uh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, and he's like cooking food and mm-hmm. he got this all his other characters. So are, are they supposed to like try and date Colonel Sanders or mm-hmm. he, is he just a host for this dating thing? Interesting. I have no idea. Interesting. Yes. What the hell is going on in KFC? Man? If you want to play that game, uh, I have the link for the Steam, the, for the Steam store. Uh, you can like, try that. What's going on, man? Okay, and that's what's up. Seriously, all the stories were KFC related. That's yeah, they were. Uh, that's what that's what's up. Okay, before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, tell us where to find you online, and also in a, just about thirty seconds, give us a recommendation that we should know about. Jame. Oh, uh, what can you can find me on on Twitter, J I A M I N G L I O U, and what was the recommendation thing? Uh, re- recommend something. It could be anything oh. you want. 30 seconds, though. All right. Hold on a second. You can edit this part out. Let me see. I would recommend uh, this uh, this uh, new season of uh, Kirby Enthusiasm. I'm on and off on Kirby Enthusiasm. This year, this season's been pretty strong. I like it. Okay. I've never actually watched Kirby Your Enthusiasm, so, mm-hmm. but I heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. Is it pretty much like just Seinfeld? Uh, no, because he's more of a curmudgeon and stuff like that. Is it like Seinfeld? <laughs> no, they, they're not as bad as uh, he is. But yeah, it's, it's pretty good. This, this season is pretty good. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm.
Oh, there was a shot clock. Was like, uh, this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 and anything to do with who, what, where, why. And for my recommendation, um, I already I was able to watch an advanced screen of it, but I recommend watching Pixar Disney's Onward movie. Mm-hmm. It is essentially like a love letter to the 80s stuff. It's got Dungeons and Dragons. It's got the 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 body right road trip thing, kids in adventure in their homeland. And it has a very strong uh, Weekend at Bernie's vibe as well. Oh, okay. Not the greatest Pixar movie out there, but not bad either. Plus, the last act is like a great payoff to the whole movie. So, do check out Onward. It's That's interesting because it. it's, getting, it's getting actually surprisingly mixed reviews. Advanced reviews and stuff like that. And uh, as a reward for people who actually stick around for the mid-credits, that's the reason why I'm adding an extra thing to mid-credits because I figure people just skip through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have here a digital copy of Knives Out for you to own. First come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Whoever wants to redeem the code, feel free. But I have a digital c- code copy. It's on the show notes if you want to see the actual thing. Oh, okay. But go to movieredeem.com and then uh, the, the the digital code is... C- Wait, hold on, let me open my notes app first. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, what? <laughs> this what? is for our listeners. What? what the hell? Uh, uh, go to movieredeem.com and then the digital code is C as in Charlie, M as in magazine, <laughs> Z as in zebra, uh, C as in Charlie again, Q as in... Cubert uh, or Quixote or uh, I don't know Quentin Quentin like Tarantino X as in X Men uh, seven the number seven number three and the number two so once again that's C M Z C Q X seven three two go to movieredeem.com uh, to retrieve it first come first serve uh, and if you don't understand what I just said there go to the show notes it's on the show notes uh, it's too late I already uh, you used the code <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that's a joke. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, okay. Gotcha. Okay, and also, uh, if you want to leave a comment, leave it on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. our Instagram page, mm-hmm. or on our website itself. You want, if you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whowhatwhereswhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatwhereswhy.com. And now we're going to go ahead and do our uh, spoilers, please. Number 238 for The Invisible Man. If you think you're someone who can just casually listen about a combo of a movie or a TV show you're missing, then I feel like I gotta warn you and this may not be in order. Don't be crying to us when you end up hearing a spoiler. Spoilers! So I'm sure like you and me, we were going into this movie essentially not expecting much. Right, uh, I had I had a little bit of a high expectation. Oh, really? Go yeah, ahead. because this is a, I didn't realize it until I, I kind of forgot about it. But this is from the director of Upgrade. So, yeah, I so. didn't know that after, until after the movie. Mm-hmm. Right? Actually, I forgot it was actually the director of Upgrade until about two thirds in when they kept they kept using the the the, the camera uh, pivot and rotating <laughs> technique. <laughs> Same as that looks thing he does. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what this guy makes Upgrade. Anyway, this is a very I had good I had. Not high expectations, but I, I had some expectations. And it, the movie delivers for the most part. It's it's a really good movie. It's really well-directed, well-acted especially. And it's really engaging. It's, it's a bit of a slow burn and stuff like that, but it's deliberate and it's, uh, well thought out. And it's, it's a good movie. I like it a lot. I think it's a slow burn. Like Upgrade was kind of like a slow movie mm-hmm. burn kind of thing mm-hmm. where where, the, where you can tell that the $7 million budget actually dictates like, hey, you can't go too crazy with mm-hmm. this. 
But at the same time, uh, is it really that easy to just have a guy in a blue screen outfit yeah. and just do stuff? I mean, that's what it seemed like, right? Yeah. What, I mean, I like how it starts off with her like sneaking out of the yes, house. Yes, that's stuff. very good. So it, it really sets a tone of the movie, like mm-hmm. like because you're kind of already on edge. Because she's on edge, yes. she's just waiting for him to the to her ex to her husband, I guess, to to or Mark Zuckerberg or whoever he is mm-hmm. to come back and get her. Right. Yeah. So you're you're kind of already in her in her game right. in her mindset. Yeah, you don't hear the first piece of dialogue spoken until like maybe what ten minutes into and stuff like that. Well, the, the car when yeah, she gets the in car. the car. Yeah, the car. It's I like that a lot. Even though I like to say it's a slow burn, but it's it, I like the fact that they drop you right into the middle of the action. It's it's her escape. You so know I like mean? the I like the nitpick here. Mm-hmm. So the sister picks her up when she escapes. Yeah. The sister has no idea why she's doing this. Right. How did she tell her sister? Hey. Could you pick me yeah. up off the side of the road at two a.m. Three, no, three a.m. Right? So like, how does how does she convince her sister to do that? I know, but you have to kind of uh, give it uh, what a little bit of a leeway because you're gonna go do that thing where she's probably been. I'm talking about uh, Elizabeth Moss. She's been kind of brainwashed. You know what I mean? She, you know what I mean? And so she's so she's probably has been in touch with her sister as much as she liked over the years. So. I don't know. I I, I I know what you're saying, but I didn't think about it that much. The, the thing that, again, this is nitpicking. The thing that struck me at the beginning is like, at some point, she takes out the, the medicine <laughs> bottle and she looks at it. I was like, I, I think you know what, you don't have to look at it. You have to read the, the thing. You know what the thing, you know you drugged She it. wants to make sure she yeah. drugged him with the right drugs. Yeah. It wasn't by Agra, right? He's not going to get a boner, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some of the thing uh, works, like she checked out the glass to make sure the, you know, the thing dissolved and he drank it all. And, uh, right. But the, the him her looking at the medicine bottle very deliberately and stuff mm-hmm. like that that it just struck me a little bit. And then she loses it too. I mean, did you oh, figure no. you no, figure that's kind of important thing? Like yeah. out of everything that dropped from her bag, that's what drops out. Yeah, but come on, this is nitpicky. This is again, this isn't sinister. It's a great opening though. It's a great opening. Yeah. It's very taut. It's very scary. Everything you need to know about the relationship is. is it, did is she make face? that that secret compartment in the in the in the dress that's in the dressing room yeah. without him knowing somehow? Like yeah. like huh? <laughs> I don't know. Is it, it her thing? Was it his thing? If it's his thing, should he know that this thing there and be yeah. curious about it? Yeah. Uh? Stop. Again, this isn't cinema sense, all right? I had, I had fun with this movie. I'm yeah. just saying it's like, uh, if you compare it to Upgrade, I think Upgrade is a better written movie than this one is. But I think yeah. I think I can argue that this is a more fun movie than Upgrade is. I can probably argue that Three people well. got the slash throw. I wouldn't say this movie's fun. Yeah. It's pretty dark, man. Uh, what's fun about this movie is it completely borrows, not borrows, but it completely gets inspired by paranormal activity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like watching like a still frame of a, of a screen or mm-hmm. like, a, like a, and then you're like looking and just like, okay, what's going to move? Yeah. What's going to move? Because you're kind of already looking for it. Elizabeth off is great because a lot, yeah, just to piggyback what you said, a lot of it is just her either staring directly at the camera or she's or in her are. room. No, yeah, we, are. we are. We are looking too. at the camera. Yeah. yeah. But she's, uh, you, you, impo- you, Impose your feelings on her, you know what I mean, yeah. because of her acting and stuff like that. You know what I mean? When she's alone in the room, I think she's great. I think she's great. She's it's great. And I do like the fact that the movie plays with the with the, with the knowledge that it knows you are looking at every corner of the screen because right. a lot of the times <laughs> nothing really happens. Yeah. It's just like it's just playing with your head. Yeah, kind a, of thing. A lot of times they do a thing where they it, it, it they pans, the, yeah, yeah, it pans with the character out and pans back, and it's asking you to ask. Did anything change? Did the, the, the yeah. knife fall down the table? Did the, whatever is what's different and stuff like that. Yeah. Almost like a where's Waldo thing. Like we're yeah, what, totally, what totally. Yeah, and so two great things I thought about um, uh, the movie. The great thing that it is Elizabeth Moss number one. Number two, 
uh, I, I don't know if this is obvious. This is obvious to you, but I like the fact that the invisible thing was a suit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it I do like that. Yeah, I like the fact that it was a suit. I like the fact that it's not a naked guy with his dick and balls hanging out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what I was expecting. But I thought the fact that they made a suit was so smart and so clever and stuff like that. So yeah. I no, I, I I totally agree. My only <laughs> let's pick again. Uh-huh. My only thing about that, okay, it's a suit with a lot of cameras. Yeah. The suit looks like it's perfectly fitted to the guy. Sure. Where does the where do the cameras go? Mm-hmm. It should be protruding from the body. Mm. I mean, but is it cameras? Was was this thing that's reflecting light? No, no, no. It? It's cameras. Because remember, he's like a master of op- optics yeah. or whatever, yeah, right? And and stuff. you see the camera like zooming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, camera. I like unless you're talking like smartphone cameras where they're really really thin. Yeah. They're still protruding out. If you're gonna though. nitpick something about the suit, <laughs> if you're gonna nitpick about the suit, don't you don't you go? How come it's like one size fits all? You know that guy's obviously yes. like a foot taller than a little yes. boss. That's true too. <laughs> you that's know true what I mean? Is, is it the same suit? Is like, it a different like, size? Like I don't need the movie to explain to me how the suit works. Yeah, but in the logic of the movie. What Jamie said is true. Yeah. Like, how does it perfectly fit Elizabeth Moss? Stop, you know, stop. Again, we're not... We're, this, is, this isn't our audition tape for CinemaSense. Stop. It's not a big deal. Not only that, but mm-hmm. the one scene where, where she's out in the cold and yeah, you can no, see yeah, her, her breath, uh-huh. and his breath comes out, yeah. I thought he's completely covered. Yeah. So, where were the breath becoming when the, from? Uh, thing, but, and when... Another thing is, again, this is CinemaSense. Wouldn't this whole thing be dissolved if she just buys, like, a super soaker or puts a painting in and stuff like that? Just, like, sprays <laughs> everywhere in the house? That is true. That's, that's true. That's, that's, all, that's all you gotta no, do. No, no, no. She has yeah. to open up a whole uh, a whole yeah. bag of co- coffee yeah. and move it in the ground. Yeah. yeah, I think like you know, just throw a glass of water. You, you, you have to get soap sugar. Just throw a glass of water around so when it stops. It's, it's, do, do you think her? Do you think her 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 cop friend was like, oh my god, worst house guest yeah, ever? Yeah. <laughs> there should have been a scene after he comes home. After I was like, oh, what the hell out of my house? Oh, oh this is one complaint I want to yeah. make. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the scene with with her and the daughter. Yes. Okay. So so Invisible Man. Hits the daughter. Yeah. The daughter immediately blames her. Sure. Which is, I guess, kind of fair. It's but fair. at the same time, yes, she didn't even do like the, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why did you hit me? Yeah. Nothing like that. Given the state, everything that's happened before that, I can get, I can understand why the daughter would blame herself. Because, like, you know, she's been slowly deteriorating. She's in a bad place. So she just jumped to conclusions. And isn't it, isn't it great for a black person to accuse a white person for a crime that didn't commit? <laughs> I think that's a great reversal. That's a great reversal. So far. But I, you, you you focus too much on the negative. I think it's, I think it's a, a lot of this stuff is great. It's it's just fantastic. I like because this I like the fact that this version of Invisible Man isn't like the previous one. Well, like, they all, what they try to do with the mummy, where they try to you know the Tom Cruise one. Right. So I, so it's not supernatural. Yeah. It's also not a chemical thing where right. where he drinks a potion and oh he's right. invisible right. Yeah. There isn't yeah. that pulpy adventure of it all and stuff like that. Yeah. Like the last mummy. With, this uh, is like Tom a Cruise. suit that could feasibly yeah. be true. Yeah, I believe if they're gonna continue this 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 the Universal Monster franchise, I think it should they should take this approach. You know what I mean? Because I do feel like those Wolfman, Invisible Man, uh, the Monster of Blue Blue Lagoon, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're they they had their time and place. You know what I mean? You can't recapture that. You know what I mean? Because I think Marvel has that. Uh, market corner, you know what I mean? The modern version of it, Iron Man, Captain America, it's much more interesting, you know what I mean? Right. If they're going to have any kind of update, it should be along this vein, you know what I mean? Just take out the adventure of it all, the 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 pulping of as well. This as a metaphor for domestic abuse, gaslighting. Gaslighting, so I, yeah. I think that's I think that's a, that's the right approach. I think just give all this property to Bloomhouse, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just $7 million, dollar, man. Yeah, $7 yeah. million, dollars, yeah. Is pretty amazing. I I think the best thing about this movie is the theme of the movie, which is yeah. gaslighting and domestic abuse, which we already mentioned. Yeah. 
Um, and I also like the fact that the movie plays on the audience with the exact same thing. Yeah. I kind of wish it did it throughout the whole movie. Because in the beginning, they could physically, she could physically just be a crazy person. Yeah. Right? But they already kind of break that yeah. with, uh, oh, the knife is folding by itself. Yeah. Right? Now, of course, you could go with the whole, like, maybe she's imagining mm-hmm. it. But it doesn't matter. It's already, it's already set up that. I, I do believe they set up that you believe her right away. I do believe that they want to put the audience in position to be, like, her advocate. Because, you know, I don't think it's coincidence that the two other people in her life, one's a cop and one's a lawyer. You know what I mean? Right. These are the kind of, uh, uh, these are the people uh, that people in real life, domestic abuse, you know, people would, would face. You know what I mean? Would, mm-hmm. These are the, you know, a police and, and lawyers. I don't think it's a coincidence. I do, I, I do feel like the movie wants to put the audience in a position where the, you advocate, you, you're screaming at the scene saying, hey, you have to believe her. You have to believe her. You know what I mean? So, but at the same time, like mm-hmm. somebody pointed out in another in another review, um, her cop friend was already kind of pushing her to get over it, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And as as many people have known who've gotten into the situation, I'm not one of them. Uh-huh. But uh, studies suggest that it's really hard for him to get over domestic abuse uh-huh. and and gaslighting and all that stuff. And and uh-huh. she's she was in the house for like what. A couple of weeks already. A couple of weeks. Ahead. And he's like, "I'm gonna get you out of the house." Yeah. You know, I, technically, you're supposed to let them, you know, right? Naturally, I, get over it. I don't feel like he was pushing, pushing her. I thought it was a gentle nudge. But I but... think that was also on purpose, though, because mm-hmm. a lot of people who aren't, who didn't experience what she experienced, probably have the mindset, okay, uh, after a few weeks, you should be, you should be fine. Yeah. And it's yeah. in reality, that's not the case. Yeah. And a lot of people. Don't understand that, mm-hmm. right? And I think I like the fact that I think it, I think it was a purpose that they yeah. did it this way. Mm-hmm. I, I Lee Winnell famously gave the script to Elizabeth Moss and asked her, "Hey, did I get anything wrong? Because I'm a guy and you're a woman, mm-hmm. you should have. And plus, you were in Handmaid's Tale. You must have lots of experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like read the script and tell me if I need to change anything or yeah. get anything right or get anything wrong, kind of thing. And I think some of those stuff are are probably stuff that she implemented, really? like, hey. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he's doing here is definitely kind of pushing her, yeah. and, and it's mm. not necessary. Blah 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 blah. Mm. You know, and and I think the the biggest the biggest triumph with the screenwriting is the end. When oh, it was that's re- interesting. When, uh, which it, uh, okay, we'll, we'll, let me get to your opinion afterwards. But once it's revealed that the invisible man she killed is the the brother in law, mm-hmm. and she insisted that no 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 no, it's it's the other guy is still the blame. The, the, he's the he's still the mastermind, right. and nobody believes him mm-hmm. as an audience member. I was kind of like in the, I was in the ballpark, like maybe she's getting crazy mm-hmm. or, or is it true? Yeah. And that feeling of not knowing whether yeah. to believe her or not is reality for a lot of people who are, who go into okay, the situation. Who gaslit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the movie is gaslighting us, mm-hmm. telling us, hey, don't believe her. This is what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was working. It was kind of like, oh, I, I see what they're doing here. They're, they're telling me to decide on my, on my head. Mm-hmm. To believe her or not to believe her, you know, and go so go on. That's interesting because I had a different reaction for, to, to, to a different part of the third act. Because the thing is, the third act, I not exactly the third act, but the, the the like the very last scene where she decides to kind of kill him and stuff like that. Okay, I understand. Uh, sh- uh, she felt like she was backed in the corner because what do you call it? She can't prove uh, he actually did the the invisible man kind of thing, right? But and then she kills him, right? Mm-hmm. I like. Fundamentally disagreed with that conclusion. I don't. I mean, don't don't the, the, don't be a vigilante. Not even not even <laughs> so much the murder of it all and stuff okay. like that. But up to that point, 
the the movie was saying even she was saying that this is what he does he what he does is he 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 isolates her she he uh he divides she pushes the friends out of her life you know she's by herself she you know she she clouds her mind with, with lies and stuff like that so i thought the screenwriter the antidote to that is again putting aside aside violence and stuff like that i thought the antidote the solution to that would be some sort of truth you know what i mean some sort of where she'll bring her cop friend into the conclusion you know what i mean but you know what i mean does that she make kinda, sense she kind of did kind of does but not really she kind of lied to him about like what she she was she, her, her intentions was a lie yeah exactly so that's what i'm saying you know what i mean i felt like the solution or the conclusion of it all should be some sort of the antithesis of what the horrible things that he did you know what i mean it should be more truth there should be more truth building she should bring all her friends into whatever the conclusion was you know what i mean so it just felt like um the conclusion of the violent Again, yeah, this is not sort of divine, but the 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 vine of it all. It seems like a very uh, like again. This is written and directed by a guy. It felt like it, and that violence feels like it comes from a guy's perspective. Does that make sense? No, it makes not sense. That, not that I'm saying a woman can't be violent. Not that not that I disagreed with. You know, I have no problem with guys getting who who commit domestic violence getting. You know what I mean? I'm not. But but, I, but think about it. Like the people, her friends, and law enforcement have already told her it's over. Yeah. You don't have to worry about I, anything. I, he was also the victim. Basically, they're not really gaslighting her, but they're telling her what she should think. Yeah. Which is gaslighting, I guess. Which is just also settling. You know what I mean? Just settling right. for a, a peaceful or non-confidential resolution. Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and I, th- I think this is a commentary on the fact of the mo- on the Me Too movement in the yeah. fact that like, they're done just settling. Yeah. They're, they want oh, to okay, have okay, action. Okay. I, I that. think that's the reason why they went this far. Mm-hmm. I don't, I myself also don't think they had to have gone this far. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they could have handled it differently. But like mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. this is more, he has more of a punch. Yeah. Hey, I'm just going to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. My only problem with that, and this is nitpicking again, is that the moment she goes to the, to the restroom, uh, and then she obviously changes to the suit, mm-hmm. goes over there, kills him, mm-hmm. goes back out there, takes off the suit, gets on the phone, and mm-hmm. go ah. Uh-huh. So so yeah. during the time, how fast was she? Because yeah. this guy is bleeding on the floor with a note uh, with, with her neck cut out, and he's not gonna be there for minutes. He's mm-hmm. only gonna be there for seconds practically. Mm-hmm. And the plan does hinge on the fact that she knows she would know how to use a suit for the first time. Right, yeah, right. I, I, that I, I but yeah, we're not working for sinless sins. It's, it's just. <laughs> It's just all part of the story. And that's I why I think they shouldn't have gone that way. They should have yeah. gone in a more delicate way in terms of like, or maybe uh, don't show it to us. Have have us hear it through the cop's friend's surveillance. Yeah. And then and then when, when he goes in there, we see the result and we can come up with our own idea. Yeah, I, I get that too. Yeah. I understand that. You know, they could have left it a little bit more amb- amb- ambiguous, but they made it very clear like what happened. You know, you at some point they even panned to the duffel bag with the invisible suit on stuff like that. You know what I mean? And and what's the commentary in the fact that that she was able to convince her cop friend, uh, hey, don't te- don't tell anybody else this. Yeah. Now was him was it because he was he feared for his life? No, because he has she has the suit and she could kill him if she wanted to. No, or or she's he's completely on board with like. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let it slide um, because yeah. I agree with you. I believe that's the second. Yeah, there's no way he he was gonna he was scared of her and stuff like that. He, she like, killed somebody. No, she no, killed no. somebody. Stop it! Stop it! They, they, she murdered somebody. The, the person that they murdered was also responsible for almost killing his daughter and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He guys asked me. But beat. as far yeah. as he's concerned, it was the brother. No, he, he see no stop no no. 
I no point did I feel like I just looking at the way the the, the guy acted and played out the scene. No way he was actually afraid. He didn't look of like a scared man to me. No, he stopped it. He's like, oh, I get it. He was like, oh, I get it. I, I get it. He, that's the vibe I got. And I, this brings up another thing. I like the fact that uh, there wasn't a, like a romantic subplot between Elizabeth Moth and her. Good friends. point. It's a good point. Yeah, good point. Even yeah. though, yeah, it's just like yeah. And I like the fact the vibe that I got from not just the the, the friend and the sister. It's the vibe I got was like. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Moth, the sister, and the guy, and the I was I assume his his the wife that had died, the one he had a daughter with. Mm-hmm. They were all like uh college or high school friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. the vibe that I got. They saying they were friends for a long time. They know each other very intimately. You know, they're, they're it's either that or or the cop friend is the friend of her sister. Yeah, and that's that's the reason why her sister decided to go with him mm-hmm. because he wasn't in her circles, mm-hmm. so to speak. Oh, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But either way, I, I like the relationship at all. I like the fact that they're not just like, there was like a romantic stuff. Because I think like that's kind of cheap and stuff like that. It's kind of tough. Yeah, like, it, that would be cheap. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that a lot. And, okay, so my other complaint, besides the one I mentioned, I I do feel like, uh, uh, I do feel, this is kind of a complaint I have with uh, with uh, Upgrade as well. I feel like this director, he can get a movie up to like 90 miles per hour, but he doesn't have another gear. He can't take it up beyond 90 miles per hour if that makes sense so I'll, the example i give is like elizabeth moth she's in the uh insane asylum whatever okay and there's a whole escape out of all at some point uh she she has a confrontation with the invisible man the man shoots her or beats her up she drops the gun and he wants to run away at some point he she chases her out the staircase down the thing and in the rain they have a confrontation he lets her go he just walks away it just i felt like that just goes on for like 10 minutes 20 minutes i just like Again, it doesn't. It doesn't. The, the scene, again, I don't want to judge it like like an action sequence where it's supposed to go escalate. But it is an action as, sequence. But it, but yeah, but still, I don't. But it's not like a venture bill. But I'm just saying, it just feel like it should just have another gear. You know what I mean? It just feel like it it drags and it repeats itself. It kind of meanders and stuff like that. You mean you, know you mean, mean you mean they have to show the cops getting shot multiple times? No, no, no. I just need something else. Something so, something else. Because again, she gets knocked down. And then she gets up again. She gets knocked down. She gets up again, chasing him and stuff like that. I just need something else. I need something. She never else gonna happen. get her down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> did you? I don't know. Did you have that feeling? With, with I that didn't scene? have the feeling. I just felt like, like, yes, we get it. There's an invisible person killing these cops. Yeah. Oh, here's more cops. Yeah, we get yeah, it. Yeah. There's an invisible person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's and, that. And but, but, still, he shoots him in the inside of the hospital. Right. He shoots him in the rain. <laughs> you know, it just right. goes on. And she, he goes to a cop's house and beats up a cop well, in the well, house. To be fair, yeah. the, there, there is a somewhat car chase thing. That's, a, that's that's putting it in another gear, and then they end the confrontation at at her cop's friend's house. You know, so yeah. in, in a way, they were kind of elevating it and mm-hmm. then ending it with with the invisible man about to kill the the daughter, about to kill the mm-hmm. the cop friend. So they're kind of elevating it. Yeah. It isn't always. Yeah, I, guess. I, I just think they said the the asylum part lasted longer than it had to. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah, and she's great in it too. By the way, I think she she should play the Joker. Elizabeth Moss? Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. She's she great. is really good. She's but great. I think at this point on, I think she's typecast now. Yeah, I know. But oh, the other <laughs> thing I didn't... Overall, again, uh, I just... The movie is kind of predictable. You know what I mean? There wasn't anything... Besides the sister getting killed, because I didn't know she was getting killed. Everything else I kind of predicted. But when she... Are took, there no cameras in the restaurant? Are there no stop, cameras stop. in that Again, restaurant? this is not an audition for CinemaSins. But... When they did the big review of, of the what do you call it the mask being taken off, mm-hmm. I knew it, it's it's the little brother. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, and you knew kind of like she was gonna kill him at the end at the dinner scene and stuff like that. Yeah, because I mean I think the, the the little brother is a representation the fact that uh, his brother gaslighted him to the point where he does whatever he he tells him yeah. to. Do. 
And, and she kind of pointed out in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So those are slight nitpicks and stuff like that. You know. But but we but we both enjoyed it. We both enjoyed that movie. Oh, very much so. A good, yeah, a good amount. A good amount. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. This has been episode 278 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. 